0: Mm-hmm. So let's get started with these hungry people. Um, <laughs> I
1: sure said she was going to be on tonight. What happened to her? Who's that? Uh, Artful Annie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. People, they're just, they're off trying to fly around the world, I guess. <laughs> forget they're like, forget talking about stuff. Let's go do it, which is a good way to live, right? <laughs>
2: yeah yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I don't want
0: to Skype calling I'm gonna go do the works of Jesus I don't want to talk about it and that's true there's, there's i mean if you have to choose between talking and doing right yeah. the, the the easy path is to talk about it right and then yes. if, if you talk about it so much, you act like you think you're doing it and you're really not doing it you're just getting re- very well knowledgeable about it right yeah. and that's that's the deception of of talking and studying things too much you know you actually convince yourself that you you because you know about it you think you've experienced it right and that's yeah. and that's where I mean like my, most of my life um I knew lots and lots about the bible and then I learned more about the bible so then you get to where okay you get to, you, you can actually talk to yourself into satisfaction right like well I don't need to do that and probably you can't do it anyway so because I've read about it a lot of times, that's okay, and you check the box, right? Then there's other people who've read it one time and then go, "I want to go do it," and, and then they talk to a, a want they, they talk to someone who's read about it. and There's someone who wants to do it, and then the person who's read about it, who's now satisfied, will try to talk mm-hmm. the person who wants to do it out of doing it. Okay. Sure. And then and then, what happens is the people who have read about it will find other people who agree with them and that's how churches grow. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Because we're birds of feathers flock together, right? And, mm-hmm. so, and so the person who um, wants to go do things, you know, because it, it seems like the Bible's, you know, whosoever will, you know, and they believe it, And they go, well, why can't we do it? And then they get beat up by religious people who say, no, 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 that was for then, not for now. You should be happy with this, you know. You should be happy with grace. You should be happy that one day you're going to die and go to heaven. You should be satisfied, okay? And then there's a whole group of those people in a different church, right? And then um, then they find people who are doing things called they're in cults, right? And there's many believers who were told they can't do anything who leave the church or can't do and join cults who say you can do
2: right
0: yeah, yeah. and 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 the stuff of those cult groups which crowd groups are doing is a lot more than the non-doers, right and mm. it's it's since it's some activity you know they're the part in them which is created to do is satisfied
2: sure, right yeah. So, yeah.
0: so you know we we've got a you know instead of look at people strange, like, why would you think that? Which, I mean, there's some people that I meet, I'm going like, how, how, how did you think that? I mean, how, and there's some people who think, I, I get scared. I'm like, ah, uh, wow, that's a, the, you know, if your car goes to the red zone, there's a danger, right? You know, yeah. like, so there's people, there, there, are, there are believers who, who are so creative and so not bound, they live in the red zone, right? And you're mm-hmm. like, and then you run away from them thinking, okay, I can't find a scripture for that, so let's not talk about it. And, yeah. and you know, and then there's, and you hear, I had a conversation with someone, um, well, there's a there's a thing, uh, I don't want to amplify too much, but there's a, a controversy in North America going on right now that's kind of put the topic in the red zone. So now all the people are afraid of that topic, right? And we're starting to divide North America over, are you a uh, are you one of those? Are you one of these? You know, are you a safe person? Or are you a off the grid person, right? Because off the grid, God can't be a part of that. Well, why? Well, because because, and that's the whole whole logic, Bill. You know, it's because, and it's like, wow. So every time you get the because, you need to run to God, okay? <laughs> because yeah. because because God God is not in the box, and God is way past that red zone. Okay, and yeah. um, I mean the whole the whole thought of when when um, when God kicked and well kicked when Adam and Eve were removed from the garden, right? And mm-hmm. the you know I always say that they were kicked out of the garden. That's how it's been preached, right? It doesn't say kicked out. It says I mean in reality probably the father walked them out and said, hey, and it was probably a long walk. It wasn't like you know. You know, down the down the edge of the street, and, and God was mad and angry, and He threw them out. Like you know, like when I was a bouncer, I would throw them out. You're not you're not you're not invited anymore. But it wasn't like that because that's not God's characteristics, right? Yeah. Right. And so, however it was, it wasn't like that. But then it says there was a you know two cherubim and a uh, no a cherubim and a fiery sword uh, put between them and the garden, right? And no one teaches on that except for a very few people and I just heard a teaching this past month and a half that um, I always thought that it was like you know you know uh, a border crossing and they weren't allowed to go back in but I've just heard recently that they could have gone back in but they didn't, ah. but they didn't want to and I was like what you know I was like oh my gosh what did they had what did they had gone back in what if they had, yeah. you know, what if they had said, Father, can we, is there a way? But there's no scripture talking about that conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm thinking like, oh my, and so the, the teaching I've recently heard was someone dared to to go for it, believing that God was good, right? <laughs> I, was <laughs> like, I was like, oh, how many times do I go and do something because I think God's mad at me, right? Mm-hmm. Well, God's not mad at me, but I, I think he is, so I don't approach him on some topics, right? Now, who's stopping me from talking to God about something? Not God, right? So, anyway. So, the topic for today is I begin to load it here. Now, remember, the caveat for those who don't want to see the paper, don't download it. <laughs> 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 it's not just
3: guest, sure. just
0: I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> Just in case you feel tempted, <laughs> fight the temptation. If you got to send that man out of the room while you're downloading, still forget
1: <laughs> so shy, <thank> <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: But So, the topic for the day is going to be um, so, kind of bouncing off of last week if we are not orphans, then who are we? Good. So it's been kind of fun, you know, when when Dion you know asked me to start this thing. He, I had no idea where we where would go and, and how we get here. And I'm still kind of shocked by by last week's uh, um, yeah. stuff. I'm like it it. I mean, I usually I mean I, I I'm rarely surprised how things go because I'm I'm learning to kind of see ahead, if you will. And uh, I was totally surprised and shocked how how, how last week unfolded. I mean, just you know, wow. and I know. Um, and I mean, I just you know, I, it means nothing to you guys. You're like, well, well you're you're not all knowing. Well, I'm trying to be all knowing. That's the point, you know. <laughs> and and, um, and I was just surprised, right? And I I, I used to be want to be all knowing out of pure pride and pure. Uh, if I knew my my whole uh, value system was based upon knowledge, right? So if I knew more than somebody else, then therefore I was valuable. So that was that was very much an arrogance, um, mm-hmm. idealistic self thing. And so, but but just recently in the kingdom, one of the attributes of, of my father is all knowing. But he, he he his value and worth is not based on his knowledge. Okay, he's intrinsically worthy, right? And so once I've started to put down that, oh, so my self-worth is not based upon what I can do or what I know, it's based on you. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so I can relax in that. So now I'm going, okay, now that I'm, I don't need to know anything, I get to know everything, which is kind of weird. Like, wait a when I wanted to know everything, I couldn't know it. And now that I don't want everything, I can? So then I get confused yeah. on that. So when I stop thinking about it, I go, okay, stop. Just relax and just flow. And when I follow, which is fine. Yep.
3: <laughs> you can just say that again, because that was just like the <laughs> You're interested in
0: So I said at one point in my life, um, my whole value based system of me was based on knowledge. You know, if I knew a lot, I felt good about me because I knew more than you. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, but as I've come into the kingdom, um, I found out that my knowledge, all that I've obtained and, and acquired means nothing, okay? Because my self, my, my who I am is not based upon what I know. My value and work is based upon who I know and the, the who I need to know is him, right? So my life and value is based upon my father, right? He gives me value and work, right? Not the things I do, not the things I know. Not any of that, right? So now that I know that, now that I know I don't need to know everything, I now can know everything, okay? Yeah, I
4: know what
0: you're saying. So it's like, wait a minute, so when I wanted to know everything, I couldn't, okay? Now that I don't want to know everything, I can, okay? So so for for two years, I was in this loop of, I can know that now, but before it, it made me prideful, but now, since I don't care about that, or I don't put the same value on it. I can know that? Then I, mm-hmm. then I stop and I go, Oh wait a minute. Before so the Lord's going to stop living in your past, live as a new creation in Christ Jesus, and just flow with it. You know? So don't mm-hmm. don't use it to puff up or don't use it to make yourself feel better. Just go with it, you know. And so so now I have access to stuff that I used to think, yeah, I'm somebody. Now it's like, <laughs> okay, you know, it's like, you know, you know, we've all, well, I think, well, we've, well, here in North America, there are several celebrities out there, you know, and people think if you know that person, then you're special, right? And so, well, we go one to one. that's real tangible. So. One year, um, I spoke at my church in the state of Alabama, and um, so most of my life uh, I played sports. So, um, uh, and in America, if you play sports, you get a trophy, right? You get a trophy for participating, right? You get another trophy if you're really good, right? So most of my sports life, I was really good. So, um, since I was really good, I took all that pride and adulation and applause and Wally, you're awesome, you know, and and just stuffed it in myself, and that was my self worth, right? And so for years, I would, you know, collect my trophies and medals, and and on a on a on a bad day for when I felt bad, I would be dusting off my trophies. I had lots of them, right? I'd shine up my little gold trophies and and make sure they're all clean because this is who I am, my trophies, because everyone knows I'm awesome because my trophies say so. So then one to the one year my sister I've got two sisters and a brother um and I would brag about my trophies how many they had, right? Then one year my sister had more trophies than I did. It was like wait, I'm I'm i i I'm, I'm I'm somebody because I have more trophies than anybody, right? So I had to change my account to trophies plus medals. Right <laughs> <laughs> but so I had more trophies than then she got more medals, right? And I I have more trophies, medals, and plaques than you do. I mean, I was the most valuable player, you know, best <laughs> athlete of the game, and so I had plaques, trophies, you know. So anyway, she she outnumbered me, right? So we had a I had to move out of the house so that her well <laughs> she she left the house, right? But anyway, I stopped talking to her about my numbers because she was you know affecting my ego, and then. Uh, but anyway, so as I was growing the Lord, you know, and I got older, I stopped playing these sports, and I stopped gaining, you know, my trophies. But I still had these trophies, right? And somewhere in there, I got, I, I was asked to speak at our church to a, a youth group, but they were, they weren't teenagers, they maybe they were younger teens. So, they were so young that their parents actually came to the meeting too. So, anyway, and they, and this was like, I don't know, 10 years after playing college-level ball and Anyway, but I still have all these trophies, you know, even though I I wasn't living at home. Actually, I I moved back home, and, you know, my mom and dad still have my boxes of trophies, you know. And um, anyway, so I bring my trophies, I bring some of my bigger trophies um, to this meeting, and I'm talking about um, life and what to live for, right? And I I explain them, you know, how I used to count them and how this may be somebody special because I got a trophy that says I'm special, you know. And, um, and the kids were like, wow, okay, so don't live for trophies and don't live for awards. Yeah. Don't live for people's praises. Yeah. And the, and the kids, they got it, right? So the meeting's over, and I'm talking to these little kids. And, one of the, and so some of the, a lot of the fathers were there, right? And one of these dads walks and says, you know, thank you so much for coming and, and sharing. And he says, uh, so what are you going to do um, with these trophies? Oh, I'm going to fill them away. And so, because uh, they didn't mean what they used to mean to me, right? They mm-hmm. used to mean everything to me, because this was a symbol of I am something. And so, th- so that man's face almost went pale, and another man heard what I said. He goes, you throw them away? I go, yeah. And the other man goes, can I have a trophy? I go, what? You want my trophy? <laughs> I said, my, my name's on the trophy, he goes, It's okay, I'll take your name off of it. I go, wait a minute. So and another man goes, Well, can I have one too? I'm thinking and I'm looking at these guys and 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 and, and, and their boys, you know, had got the idea of what's going on, but these men were trying to find value and worth in someone else's trophy, right? And I thought, man, this is messed up, right? And so sure. I so one thing thought, Well, since I'm gonna throw them away, I might as well give them to these men. And I thought, no, I'm helping them be not close to God. <laughs> you know. I'm helping them help you know, fuel their fantasy, right? So I said, No, you can have my trophies, you know. We're gonna fill them once. So I had to actually not fight to get out of the room, but I did have to struggle to make sure they didn't get the trophies out of my out of my box <laughs> and into the car safely. It was it was it was weird. What people will do to to try to be valuable, right? So the topic, we, if we are not orphans, who are we? So the scripture we're going to start with would be Matthew 16, um, uh, starting in verse 13. And I guess for fun, I could... Well, it's in the download. Um, and this is the section of scripture where Jesus is talking to his guys. And in verse 13 he says, So now when Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they answered and they gave some you know their deal. Oh, some say you're John the Baptist, others say Elijah, others say Jeremiah, and others say you're one of the prophets. So the question for the group today, our small but powerful group.
2: Um
0: so <laughs> who do you think you are? Right? And this is this is the this is a fundamental this is the foundation. Everything's based upon who do you think you are. If you think that you're uh, just the product of your mother and father, that determines your decisions. If you think you're the product of uh, circumstances and situations, circumstance being a mom and dad getting together, or a man and woman getting together, or you're the product of you know good things or bad things, um, but who you think you are, just as Jesus asked, who do people think I am, you need to ask yourself this question, probably more than once. Who? So who do you think you are? And so, because we're a, 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 a healthy, honest, powerful group, this question is now on the table, and you're going to share honestly and openly <laughs> for the whole world <laughs> to know. <laughs> it, it is recorded, you know, and it goes around the world. So don't use your uh. name.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: So so the, the video the video's off, the audio's on, so you can disguise your voice if you want to make sure that no one, you know. <laughs> hey ladies. <laughs> ladies first. <laughs> well okay, if if that question right now is too too intense. We can, we can water it down a little bit and, and talk about the question to be, so does who you are affect the decisions you make? That, that's a little easier, right? A little less personal. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, actually, <laughs> <laughs> go first. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would definitely say that I know that I am the daughter of the Most High, and it's and it's, and it's quite newish this revelation
4: for me.
0: So how does that understanding affect your decisions? How does it affect your decision the next four hours? Well, and tomorrow is your your day. So how does that knowledge affect the first thing you do when you get out of bed?
1: Um, my first thought when I when I wake up is is I belong to you, Father. I belong to you. That is what I've been waking up with every morning.
0: Wow. Yeah. So it does affect your day.
1: It definitely affects my day.
0: Okay. So an understanding of who you believe you are or think you are um, intentionally affects and directs your day. Yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. And definitely giving me a new sense of belonging.
0: And it gives you, so a knowledge of who you are gives you a sense, feeling of experience of belonging. Okay. Yeah. So, cool. Anybody else?
3: It's quiet on that side, Jane.
4: Sorry, what was that?
3: It's quiet on that side, Jane.
4: No, you're very quiet.
2: <laughs> okay.
4: For me, it's been an adjusting of um, the way I've seen things. I've, in the past, until very recently, seeing that, you know, my world was, um, and it was very much looking back that I had seen myself as a collection of things that had happened and been done to me, but not anymore. Not anymore. I am an overcomer. I am a child of the most high God. Game on. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to impact people around about me. And I think, you know, yep, yeah, game on. Mm. I'm so, not going to live back there
0: anymore. Yeah, so you're saying that um, our who we see ourselves as uh, affects how we see the world and how yeah. we see things? Is that possible?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, so a knowledge of self um, affects what we interact with people, things, situations, and circumstances. Yes. Um, it's, it becomes a filter, right, how we see the world, right? Um, how we interpret things right um, so it seems to be kind of important right so if, if it's that important how come there's no in our well in America we have you know kindergarten through high school um, I remember I don't remember any class at all that talked about how, value, how uh, talks about me right how I see myself so if this is important how come no one's teaching it or talking about it
4: Because it's not Christian-based, our schools and stuff, our systems. It's just, it's
0: based on the systems of the world. Well, I I didn't bring God into it. Yes, we're talking about just how we think about ourselves. So are you saying then that only Christians know the value of thinking about themselves? Or what are you saying?
4: I think it's a whole mindset. Like, um, we're not trained... Mm -hmm. People automatically just say it as they say it, whether but what's their filter? Their filter is not um, how God sees them, so he's not even a part of the ordinary, everyday world here. But for me, I think it's not until I start saying what's the truth of the matter that my perception has changed, So, but people in the world around about me don't have that. So they just go about their world, say it as they see it, and not intentionally focus on what's good or what's right or what's the truth of the matter, they just say it as they see it, and that's just a,
0: a wrong path to be on. Well, I would say that Christians who have this information make better decisions.
4: But I yeah. would tell you
0: that people who have this information make better decisions. We have, yeah. in, in America, there are a lot of self-help books, as in uh, we have self-help books that fill up in buildings and blocks, right? We've got television programs that come on for some reason late at night because people who don't know any value are watching TV late at night. <laughs> I, I know because I watch TV late at night. But these programs come on and they say things like, get off that couch, you're not a loser. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm I'm on this couch. I am not think I'm a loser. And they say, you need, to, you need to use your time better. I'm thinking, well, I'm, I'm, I'm watching TV. And they'll say something like, you need to see yourself as a rich person and a millionaire. You need to see yourself as a person of action. And I thought, no, I'm a person of sleep because this couch is comfortable. Then they say something like, you need to see yourself not looking for comfort, but looking to change the world. And these are not these are not Christian based deals. You know, they're not even God based, yeah. but they are at least yeah. have a positive spin, right? Yeah. And and so again, we're just talking about you know um, you can be a, a, a knower of God but still think bad about yourself.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Okay?
0: And so, and there's something about, you know, even in churches, many churches don't talk about you. They talk about God, right? They talk about heaven. They talk about the kingdom. They talk about stuff, but they don't talk about how you think. If you think weird, you will think weird about the kingdom. Okay?
1: Yeah.
0: The Bible's real clear says you need to, you need to renew your mind. Okay. You need to do something with your thinking. The Bible says, think on these things. <laughs> right? I mean, the Bible's like, your thinking's wrong. Let me give you a list of things to think about. I'm like, how dare you? But I've, I've been to a lot of churches, a lot of places, but very few groups, you know, under the name of God, actually deal with how you think about you. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about think about you. We're not talking about God and the kingdom. We're talking about you. What do you think about you? Right, and but we've learned from somebody whose name we won't use since this is going global that uh, because she thinks differently about herself, it affects the way she looks at her day, how she starts her day, because she now realizes that she's a person of value. What if everyone on the planet realized they were valuable?
4: Yeah, the revolution.
0: Yeah, and yeah. so we're, we're not talking about evangelism. We're not talking about get to know Jesus, whatever one said, you know, because I'm special, because I'm valuable, I'm not going to go do something negative to my body or to my mind or to my soul, right? I'm not going to go kill people because that's not good for them or good for me, right? I'm not going to go do, uh, put my body in bad situations and get it filmed to cause people to think about me more than thinking about their, their their worth, Right? I'm not going to uh, sell drugs because that's bad for me and bad for people who take drugs. For example, think even more weird things because their minds aren't engaged, right? But if we all thought people, if we all thought we were individually valuable, we might be doing valuable things with our actions, right? But it goes back to how you think, right? Mm-hmm. So the person who who's next, to the person in the same room, do you want to share what you think about? Thinking. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, I'll say it now. the James is to say
1: no, we need to hear from you first. Sure.
3: <laughs> I don't know what I I I um, Who do I think I am? My first thing I thought it was that song. You know that song. Who do you think you are? Remember that song? No, that's an old song. Keep,
0: keep going. Can you sing a bit
3: more I can't remember the words. But anyway. Is there a chance to actually forget who you are? Because um, I found that when I was in the army, I actually knew who I was in Christ, and then when I came out, I actually lost that identity. You know, I just I I fell away, and uh, so I find sometimes I wake up and I'm not thinking of it, and other times I wake up and I'm strong um, in who I am as a son of, of, of the most high I am in and out quite a lot to be honest with you and I struggle and then it affects my work um, but I find also that when I'm working on my on my work whether it's the artwork or it's the design especially the artwork um, that, that glorifies God and then I know exactly who I am because that's has created me to be that and that seems to be the my worship towards him so I find my sweet spot in, in my illustration work and my fine art. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, then I lose it again, going in and out of, out of this identity crisis. The uh, identity of crisis identity uh, is Christ as well. So I wouldn't say honestly that I'm always in that position where I know exactly who I am in Christ. I'm sort of like the weather sometimes where I forget who I am and then it just and then I have to find find it again. Does that make sense?
0: That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Oh, I, I think that. Uh, so your your first question uh, is it possible to forget who you are? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, just as it's possible to remember who you are, right? Just as yeah. it's possible to be who you are, um, and I think uh, the and that's where the battle is. Sometimes we. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you've actually physically lost your memory, right? Um, And usually those situations are um, a physical trauma, Uh, I remember being hit by a soccer ball and I blacked out for, I don't know, a few minutes, but I don't recall what happened. I remember the ball coming towards me, I remember the pain of the ball, and the next thing I remember is being, you know, in the locker room. Right, and um, and so I forgot who I was for I don't know a minute, five minutes, right? Um, yeah. But um, I don't live in that time of what I forgot, right? I've I've grown past that moment, and I've chosen to focus on things I do know, right? And when I do want to remember certain things, I will work on it until that I know that I know that I know that I know that I know. Right, um, I remember one time in college, I <clears throat> uh, I, uh, I guess I was drinking uh, well it was two times well was, there's two times I've, 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 I've drank, and then I came to um, not knowing how I got to where I was, right. And so um, there are things you can do which help you forget,, right? which I don't recommend,
2: right.
0: So mm-hmm. you know if you want to keep knowing what you know, don't do the things that you know are detrimental to your, to know who you are right? so, and and then there are there are activities like you just said there you know uh using your gift helps you stay who you are right yeah. and I, and, I, and I think that's the way we're designed to be because when we are functioning in our, in our gifting uh, it reinforces us right. And because it's a, it's a, it's probably, probably physically, it releases endorphins, which re-enhance the memory, you know, uh, it feels good doing what you're supposed to be doing, right? So everything's reinforces that. Now, if someone doesn't know at all, you know, what makes them special, what makes them valuable, then they need to go on a journey, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, in the movie Superman, there's a quote that I'm not going to do very well, but it's going to be in my, my next book. But uh, the father of Clark Kent on Earth says something like this um, Clark, um, you need to spend your life um, finding your father who sent you here. Right? And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, that's, that's the call for every person on this planet. We need to find our Father, who sent mm-hmm. us here, to find out why He sent us here, and yeah. once you find out why, then you can be you can do what you're called to do. Okay. Wow. And so, uh, that's the search of identity. It doesn't matter who you are; that's a part of it. But the who is is tied to the why. You can't be who you are until you know who you are, right? And the Bible gives you a clue that says your life, or your identity, or your purpose is hidden in the Father, right? So, yeah. you have to find Him, get to know Him, and once you know Him, you can know yourself. Mm. Okay? Yeah. And so, and you can't think about who you are until you know who you are, right? And I believe there are a lot of people and things and stuff that will try to tell you who they think you are, you know. Mm.
2: Um,
0: And and it's your choice to accept their input, right? Mm. Um, So, so kind of handled that one pretty good. So, uh, in that same section of Scripture, um, it says, and they answered, you know, um, uh, and then he said to them, "But who do you yourselves say that I am?" So um, we talk about who we think we are, and the values and the pros and cons of that. But what do you think, or, or is there any value about what other people say who you are? You know, um, or how do you handle what people say about you, you know, good or bad? Um, is the, Does their opinion matter? Um, is it Is it helpful? Is it negative? Do you just you know throw out all inputs from the world, or what do you do with that?
4: I think sometimes it's good to listen to what other people say. With the with the view of okay, you know maybe they see something in me that I haven't seen, or you know sometimes it may be that somebody will push a button and that causes a hurt which I hadn't seen, and so then that's a good thing, and I would take that and I go okay, so that 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 hurt, what is the truth of the matter in this, and how can I learn from this? Not that they upset me, but it was something that I hadn't seen in me. Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: And so I'd go back to my dad and go, "Okay, well, that's what they say, and that's that's the hurt I'm reacting to. But what do you say? What's yeah. the truth of the matter in this one?
0: Yeah. So, yeah. so with that, <clears throat> the, the truth is, you cannot see yourself. Okay. I mean, you know, you cannot. If you're, if you're sitting down, you can't see the back of your back. You need you need assistance to see your back, right? You need a mm-hmm. mirror. You need another perspective outside of yourself to see your whole self. Um, and so we do need input from outside of ourselves to see what's going on, right? Um, what we do with that input is a different story, right? You want to say something? Go ahead.
3: I'm good.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I cannot remember. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> um. When you say, who do people say you are?" from a negative or positive point of view, people say, "Who I am." I I seem to um. My art seems to be. What ignites people uh, with my gets my attention with people um, and not so much what I was doing for you and uh, mostly on my fine art side of things. It seems like every time I pick up something like a charcoal pencil, um, it's, it's like almost like a ministry or something like that, or in some way. So people always when they see me, they always see my work um, you know since I was a little boy. So when I was drawing as I was a little boy, uh, when they used to see me, they used to see my drawing ability. And that was my the way I was brought up. So I didn't it wasn't really anything else. The focus was really on my talent. Um, and my ability with a pencil in my hand and the paintbrush in my hand. And it seems to still be that way. Um, if I draw small quick sketch, uh People tend to get quite shocked about the Lord uses it or something, okay. So, uh, I think, um, from that point of view, um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but, um, I just think it's, it's almost like God created me to do that, and it's like that sweet spot, and, and um, when I do it, I feel like it glorifies Him. So, I feel like that is really where my strength is. And that's what I was created to do. So, um, and from a negative point of view, I do, I think, I don't know if it's because I'm creative or something, but if somebody, somebody does point something out that's sort of weak in me, it does sort of get my goat. <laughs> so, it like pushes the wrong button and I, I, I battle with it. inwardly. I don't say anything, but I, I struggle with that. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that's where we're at with me. Um, does that make any sense?
0: Yeah, I think we're we're created to um, to uh, to be uh, we have, we have the ability to um, respond to uh, input. Um, I think the bad thing is we we respond to bad input sometimes better than we do good input, right? Mm-hmm. and depending upon um, hurts and wounds and, and who we think we are, right? So if if our identity is secure, if someone says to me, hey, Wally, read your book, hated it, that's the worst thing ever said, i read, I can't believe you wasted your time with that horrible cover, um, every page uh, filled me with fear and doubt, I'm so depressed, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So if I use that input only to determine my value and worth and my identity, then I'm stupid, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but if I use that input and go, okay, is there anything in here that I can build on, okay? Mm-hmm. And so, it, again, it, it, it's about what do I do with input, right? So I can't mm-hmm. be passive, if I let those words, um, if, I, if I meditate on those words, there's no good things that come out of that. If I if I actively engage those words and go, okay, wait a minute. She said, he said, well, she said she got nothing out of that. Okay. How does it reflect on me? Hmm. Okay, that's how she interacted with the words. Okay, that's not me. Uh, while the illustration on the page, on the cover, she thought that was horrible. Hmm. Well... That's not a reflection of me either. I did choose that picture. Maybe there is a better picture. Okay. I will look at other pictures that speak better. Okay. I've now turned that negative into a positive, right? Um, but not every word that a person says to me, I can turn, right? Uh, Some's like, i got to forget that, you know? But it's hard to forget negative things. But what's better, I can replace a negative input with a, oh, look, here's a... Commentary in my book, Wally. Well, uh, the first eight, first six chapters, I really didn't get any out of it. But chapter seven, oh my goodness, I really related chapter seven. Da 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 da. So from that, I'm thinking like, okay, don't look at chapters one to six, you know. But there was something in chapter seven that related. Now that's no reflection upon me. That's a reflection upon that person interacting with something I've done, right? So I can take that portion and not focus on the, the negative first six chapters, which had nothing for it, but go, wow, there was something that I produced that helped somebody. And on um, the negative input, I go, well, hopefully that person will um, drop that book and never read it again, but go to God and get go directly to Him, Right? So, I can, depending upon how I value input from people, that, that depends on how, how I use it, right? Do I use it as my full meal? Or do I use it as an appetizer, right? There, there are many people that, that feed off of every word that comes from people, right? And so, everything a person says to them makes their day good and bad, good and bad, because people are not consistent, right? But the Bible is clear in Matthew 4 when Jesus said, um, um, you know, man should live by bread alone, but every word, man should live from every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Okay. So we have a choice in what we do with words. Right. And it, it's, it's our choice. Right. I can, I can use those words to fuel my identity or use those words to kill my identity. Right. <laughs> Uh, and I think we it's better to use words which, which strengthen us and, and help us, right? So but I think <clears throat> but I think we do need input from a source outside of ourselves. Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Anybody else on the others say about you? think it's I'm interesting good. that, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
4: I'm good. I'm just thinking I haven't got anything to say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, it's interesting to me that Jesus actually asked the disciples what people were thinking and talking about, right? Um, I've been places, you know, in my sports career where uh, um, I've not liked to hear the, the opinions of the people, you know. We think uh, so this Wallace Johnson guy is coming and he he's gonna beat our defending champion. Who's he's not that good and there's negative, negative, negative. We know his past and there you know, and so there's always opinions of people, right? I used to shut that down. I don't like to hear what people think is gonna happen on, you know, my game day or you know and so I used to push it away. Here, Jesus actually asked, so what do people think? You would have thought that Jesus you know, Jesus said, I only do what the Father is doing. So why did, he, why did it matter what people were saying in the Bible? Why did it matter to him um, what the disciples even thought? Right? So right. it, it, there's some there's some reason and I don't I don't know I mean you know individually your homework could be Hey Jesus why did you ask that question and why was it captured in the Bible and why and, and why and why why and those are things that you you can ask because he knows why he did To me it's just interesting that he did Right he mm-hmm. actually he actually asked which means he valued um, he valued something from the people right and and I think it's a statement of he was not insecure because there are people who I, I don't want to ask their opinion because I do value their opinions you know if yeah. <laughs> and, and, and they say that I'm not dressed right then man I'm not dressed right you know but I'd rather be I'd rather you know like sometimes I, I, I don't get people's opinions because I want to believe the lie you know I, I, don't yes. want, I don't want to, I, I not, I'm not ready to hear their criticism. I'm not ready to hear the strength of their words, right? Yes. I'm, not, I'm not ready because I'm insecure in, in an area. So I don't, I don't want to hear their opinion, right? Yes, but, when, yes. but when I'm confident in who I am and my mission, uh, I, I'm, I'm secure enough to go, so what, what do you think about this book? Huh, okay, well, I appreciate that. I don't agree with you. But yeah, yeah, cool. You know, uh, don't buy it then. You know? <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> but but I but I, I wanted to, I wanted to I wanted to take a hit, right? Because mm. you you if you're secure, I can get stronger from it. If yes. I'm, if I'm insecure, I go home and cry and whine to God. Mm. No one likes my book. You told <laughs> me to write it, and look, they're everyone, everyone. And God's going, everyone? Well five people told me they didn't like it. Okay, what about the people? Who are, you, who are you trying to please? You. Then why do you care what five people say? Well, because I thought, aha, you thought if you did something for me, then everything would go good. Does the Bible support that? No. Paul got shipwrecked and beat up for following you. <laughs> Oh, well, it's not so bad, <laughs> you know. And that's when you want to compare. Okay, <laughs> I got I got a few bad words. Paul got his toes broke, his feet broke, beat up, shipwrecked, cussed out. Well, I'm sure he got cussed out. It's not really in there, but I'm sure he got cussed out. <laughs> you know, I mean, because it, it it comes with the package, right? You know, you get beat. They're they're cussing you when they beat you. I know they do. You know, and so. Um, so, when you compare that kind of stuff, you go, oh, okay, cool, we're good, my bad, sorry, pity party, you know, bad perspective. Very good. But, but there's something What's about, it? yep, but
3: Sorry? No, go ahead. Wally, it's interesting that you said that about Jesus because Jesus actually knew what they were thinking, but he asked them.
2: Ah, well, come
3: on. And he knew what what he knew. He knows exactly what you're thinking before you even say anything. Okay. Yeah. But he still asked him, "Who do you say that I am?" And it's, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. What? Okay. Why but, do you Why do you think he did that? I, I don't know. I. I don't. I don't know because you can see. He, he, he could. You know, if he knew it, he knew their hearts. Why did? Because he wanted them to confess it, right? But.
1: I think he wanted to make them think
0: for themselves. Ah! Jesus, (laughs) he's a smart guy. There's there's probably probably a thousand reasons for why Jesus does things. But at minimum, that's one, he wanted them to think for themselves. He wanted to hear the words out of their own heart. He also probably wanted the words recorded so that we could think about it now, right? So Jesus is so smart. He wanted some Australians and some South Africans to talk about it Two thousand and fifteen years later, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. What kind of God is that? That He wow. would set that up, that little discussion, so that we talk about it now. Wow. Right. Yeah. So, why does Jesus do stuff? Because He loves you. Right. Yes. I mean, that's so, so. So, Dion, Jesus did that back then, so that you would ask that question.
3: Yeah, it's, it's just like totally blows you out of the water, doesn't it? It's, yeah. It's make-
0: and again, he's. I mean, everything that he does is a reason, right? Now, if we if we would take, if we be bold enough to ask the question, "Why did you do that?" And with every question that we ask, he wants to answer it so that we will know who he is and who we are. And, the, yeah. and because he's good, we can come out of where we are to the higher place, right? Yes. But until yeah. you know where you are, you can't go to a higher place. Yeah. Okay. And so, so there's a, a teaching I'm going to I'm trying to put together that that uses the three chapters in Job two or three chapters in Job I think it's like 51 questions or something 76 a bunch of questions but it's all these questions that God asked Job and um and and my the premise of my teaching is going to be that. The reason why uh, God asked Job those questions wasn't to interrogate him, to belittle him, to make him feel puny. Mm. He he asked the questions so that he would trigger Job to remember who he really was.
1: Yeah, sure. Sure.
0: And so so the questions, because I always read it where God was going like, you know, Job, where were you when the stars sang? Job, where were you, you know? And mm-hmm. I really wow. believe it was like Job, Job. Do you remember? You, you, Job, come on, come on, think of it. Orion, wow. think of it. Where were you when I made Orion? You were there. Wow. You were right there. Think about. It. Wow. I remember. And every question is a trigger. You know. That's what I And so I'm I'm putting together this teaching. To see if all of those questions will trigger the individual that I'm talking to to remember who they were when they were with the father, when the father, did all that stuff. Wow! Uh, if you can remember who you really, really are, then you be who you are. Anyway, I guess so we look the this. wrong way. What? That's right. We look at we look at everything the wrong way. That, mm-hmm. that was sure.
3: actually angry in the sense that he was just trying to prove that this is who I am. Where were you? You went around. I was doing this, that, that. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, that's kind of a, a negative connotation to yeah. it. You know, that, that yeah. God was actually just pointing things at us and saying, you know, who do you really think you, you are? Because I was doing all this work when you, I mean, you where were you. And so, I mean, you've just turned the whole thing around now and wow. saying we were there. Well, so,
0: you you will read the Bible. read you, it. You, you will interpret everything from God based on how you perceive God, okay? If you, if you first learn that God is an angry God and sitting on the throne, you will read the Bible that way, okay? you will re- If you read the Bible from an Old Testament understanding of God, you think God is mean, and if you sin, he's going to kill you, right? But when you find out he's a, good all the time, when you read scriptures, you go like, wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. Good filter, the good filter. Okay, What is good in this? How is this working for my good? Everything from Genesis to Revelations is always from a good perspective. But you're going like, how can, when when God told them, go into the village and kill everybody? If you stop there, I mean, it's taking me like, uh, on that one, there's like several times, old times he says that. So on that one deal, I mean, like for decades, I'm thinking, wait a minute, God, you're a killer, you're a killer. And I thought, God's a killer. God killed, killed, killed. And from that one chapter or one section of the Bible, you look at that, you go, yep, he's a killer, <laughs> you know. But then, but if you hold on to the attribute, I am good, I am love, you're like, well, how do you, how do you do? Well then, you, but if you, if you, you know, uh, Father, I got a question for you. Yep. Well, you know that one time, well, actually several times, you told them to wipe out everybody. I mean, like the, the, the men, the women, and the children. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can't see goodness there. <laughs> I can't see love there. I, I, and then the Lord will go like, "Uh, you don't want to know yet." And then you go, "Okay, I guess you don't want to talk to me. <laughs> I knew you do not want to talk to me. I, I knew it. You don't, you know." And then you, you get past your pity party. And then years go by, and then someone comes again, and then it comes again, and then you finally go, "Okay, look, I know you're good, no matter what I perceive, no matter what I read, no matter what you'll say about it." And then finally, he goes, "Oh, they weren't human. That's why they could kill him." And you go, "What?" You just bye, have a good time movies, and then you go, "What do you mean they're not human? It's not, it's not written there. Oh, there's a lot of things not written there, you know." And you go like, oh, so you 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 had a purpose and a reason. You just weren't bloodthirsty. There are many people on the planet that think that God's a bloody God that needs sacrifices of blood, 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 blood. You know, and um, but they don't know who He is, all His attributes. They, they're fixed on one time and one one thing, right? So, but the more you know about Him, then you can read read stories and then view Him differently. Mm-hmm. And the and the the message that you lived off all your life totally changes, because you see that situation from a whole different lens, right? Yes. And it's just you know, and yeah. that's what we got continually change, right? We got yeah. continually be open. We got continually to ask, who do I think I am? Who do I think he is? Who who who? And we don't get into the pity party. I am nobody. No, you can you, you challenge yourself, okay? today, uh June fourteenth, I believe these twelve things. Now I don't want to hold these things too tightly because tomorrow his mercies are new every morning. Okay. So if hmm, but Jesus is the same yesterday, day forever. But he is the same, but you're not. Okay. Right. So if if I'm constantly changing Then I need to constantly look at him, right, and go, okay, I used to believe this, or actually I believe this right now. Father, is this still true for me? (laughs) Based on who you are and based on I'm changing, Mm -hmm. right? We rarely challenge our beliefs, right? Mm -hmm. But I think we ought to. Mm -hmm. the The more secure we get in our relationship, then we can challenge what we think. But until you're secure, you will never challenge what you think. Right? You never will. Matter of fact, anyone who else does, you'll leave them. <laughs> right? <laughs> how could you think that? Get out of here. Right? I mean, How could you think that? I, I, I'm thinking it. Well, no, you just challenge their thinking. Right? So, well, here's one for you. Number three. Who do evil spirits say you are? And does it matter?
1: Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question.
0: (laughs) Yes, it does matter. (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) Why does it matter? They're saying they're going to kill you. They're going to shut your face. You're a human. I'm going to possess you. And I'm going to make you do evil stuff. Ha, 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 ha. They can't. So, so who do evil spirits say you are? Do evil spirits see you as a son and daughter of God, they see you as American or Australian or South African. who do evil spirits see you as dee and all the That's people so and all the people turned the tape off and ran away and burnt <laughs> 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 and they they went to the f c c and they, they took down my website and they removed all because Wally, doesn't matter. He said evil spirits have an opinion and he wants to know, and evil spirits, evil spirits, evil spirits know him. He must be of the devil. <laughs> so... Very controversial here. I mean, no one no one talked... I mean, I have never heard a teaching... Or, well, i thought sorry, it's true. I've only heard one teaching. It was, it was, a, it was a message called... Uh, Oh, uh, 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 um, who in hell are you? That was the message. <laughs> who in hell are you? I was like, I was offended by that title. <laughs> you know, I was like, I, I, I didn't, I didn't buy that message until I heard it years. Later. I, I still didn't buy it. I was like, who in the hell are you? I mean, who in the hell are you? Who? Well, yeah. who, who in the hell are you? You know, I was like, you <laughs> <laughs> And I'm thinking, you can't, you, you can't, I used to think you couldn't say hell. You know, that was a cuss word. And I'm yes. thinking, like, oh, he said hell. He's a pastor. You know, bad pastor. You know, old mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Jesus said hell. You know, but, but, you know, I mean, it's, it's back to context and character and association mm-hmm. of words and stuff. But who in the hell are you? Is, is the same thing as what I said here. Who do evil spirits say you are? And does their opinion matter of you?
1: I think um if I can remember your teaching on the angels um, these spirits don't have an opinion but rather see us um, yeah, so if we are children of God we are filled with the light and we are seen as sons of God. Um, and and how how bright uh, our light is, they see us as more dangerous, maybe, in the spiritual realm. Okay.
0: So, they do have an opinion, right? No. Uh, no. No, do they don't? They... No, no well, I don't know. You tell me.
3: So you do that,
0: huh? <laughs> 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 I don't know if
1: they have an opinion, but it's just really how they... I mean, do they have an opinion?
0: What are you- <laughs> Let, let's ask him. Excuse me, Emma, come here. <laughs> see, that that one line there just caused many people to unfollow me right there. Right. So, the past, <laughs> but see, here's in, in reality, okay. In the in the reality, if if we saw ourselves in the natural as um, you know kings and rulers and all powerful, you know. Um, we could bring in an enemy into our court, knowing that we have bodyguards all around us, knowing that we've got body armor on and all that stuff. We would have no problem bringing someone who wants to kill us and interrogating them, right? But in the kingdom of God, we rarely would bring in an enemy and say, "I need to talk to you," you know. But in this recent revelation of, of of the courts, we now know we can go to court and bring our our, our accuser. In the court system, we're we're okay with that. But the reason why we're okay with that is because we understand we're we're getting the understanding of a a court system. But once you realize who you really are, who you really really are, and who really really knows you, and then and it it won't be a joke when I say, "Demon, come here. We're we're going to talk about you and to you. We 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 have a question for you." Now, at the same time, we know that most spirits are lying spirits, right? But yeah. something you don't know is they must submit they must submit to the higher authority. Okay? Yeah. If you know who you are and you are who you are, they'll submit to you.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Chapter and verse, Jesus spoke to demons. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. And now, now so I'm not going to whole deliverance type deal, because there there is a group of people that the only information they use is from demons, which, like, guys, you know, okay, yes, it's information, yes, you can use it, but that should be your only source, <laughs> okay, you know? But yes. I give them points for being bold enough to realize that they can do that, okay? So, but I have some issues with how they continue on that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so do they have an opinion? Yes. Do they have a knowledge base? Yes. Do they? Um, are they all-knowing? No. Do they know some things? Yes. Do some demons know more than other demons? Yes. Do some demons have more experience than others? Yes. Are demons? Can they grow in, in knowledge? No, but they can grow from experience, right? Do demons have a memory? Yes, right. Do demons remember who 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 God is? Yes. Do they remember being defeated? Yes, right. Mm. They they know stuff, right. Um, are they trying to forget stuff? Yes right just like I am I'm trying to forget stuff Anything with the has the ability to think has the ability to remember and has the ability to try to change their mind you know um, now can, can well here's the controversial can our demon change sides? No, they can't okay, okay they can't like I now want to be righteous. Now they may want that, but they can't come back. Okay, chapter and verse, or chapter and verse, uh, the, book of uh, uh, the book of Enoch. You know, the the wandering angels left their first estate, which is in Jude, and uh, they went to Enoch and said, "Hey, can you go talk to God for us and ask God to forgive us?" Right. Sure. They wanted a second chance. Yeah. Um. And the reason why they, that level of creation, cannot have a second chance, because God said so. (laughs) That's it. Now, if God said something different, they could. But God has only redeemed one creation, right? The only creation he's redeemed is mankind, right? Yeah. Now, now, we get way controversial, uh, and I'm trying to get past that red line, uh, and I'm looking into the scripture in Romans 8 that says that all creation is longing for the sons of God to, to be manifest. And so, yay, we do that. And when we think of creation, we think of, you know, bunny rabbits and deers and all the nice animals. And the other day, I was going, like, hmm, all creation is longing? Wait a minute. Lucifer's creation. Is Lucifer longing for the sons of God to manifest? Well, in all my movies and in my, in my dreams, no, he's afraid of Wally Johnson realizing he's an heir because when Wally Johnson realizes who he is, he's gonna take his mighty swords and slash his throat, right? Mm -hmm. And um but then I was pondering just the other day, I think, wait a minute, I think there are some beings who are the demonic area who are um longing to be to submit to authority again, to the right authority.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they and they know they're out of place. They know that they're they've lost their chance, but they know what it is to be in proper order. Can those creations be longing for the proper system to be put in place? So, well, that's
4: almost like repentance on their behalf, isn't it?
0: They can repent, but they they won't be granted repentance. Yeah, okay. it's
4: like they know that they've
0: done wrong. Yep, yeah. and so they they've entered a class of, yeah, you may know you've done wrong, but he's not receiving their change or the decision, right? Mm. So well, that's what that's what I understand now. now. God can do what He wants to do, right? Mm. And I'm not going to argue with that, you know. So just things to ponder. Um, mm-hmm. and so the scripture. Go ahead. Good. Ahead.
3: That's in the book. That's in the book of, that's in the book of um, Enoch. Enoch.
0: Yeah, where the 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 watcher angels came to him and said, "Hey, can you go talk to God?" Now they knew they didn't have a relationship with God anymore, right? That's they true. knew they knew that Enoch did, right? And the Bible says in the New Testament that we will judge angels, right? Yes. Not only is that a judging thing; that they will recognize who we are, our place of authority, just like the watcher angels recognize Enoch's place. of a relationship with the father, that they knew that Enoch was loved by God, and if anyone had a chance of getting God to change His mind, it was someone who loved God and 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 God loved, right? Because the watchers could have gone to anybody else. They could have gone to Adam. They could have gone to Seth. Well, not Seth. Yeah. They could have gone to anybody else. They went to Enoch because Enoch walked with God and and they knew his relationship, right? Wow, so, oh, that's good. Uh, the scripture here is Acts nineteen fifteen. But evil spirits said, "Jesus, I know." What? Demons know Jesus? No. Paul, <laughs> I know. Well, these guys they get unfriend right there. Like, soon they found out that Jesus knew demons. Unfriend, 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 unfriend. And then Paul knew <laughs> demons. Unfriend, unfriend, unfriend. Um, but this guy. But who are you? You yeah, he got more friends. All the demons, hey! <laughs> you know. That, but this demon didn't know that guy because there was no relationship. <laughs> that mm-hmm. guy jumped, that spirit jumped on that guy, beat him to, not to a pulp, but beat him so much, it took his clothes off, right? And he's running mm-hmm. the streets all beat up because the demon knew Jesus. The demon knew Paul, but the demon didn't know the guy that was trying to practice exorcism, who was trying to exercise his authority. And the guy goes, wait a minute, you, I know Jesus, I know Paul, but you've got no reputation. I'm going to get you, right? And so I taught someplace that um, I think there's, there are places in the kingdom that you can get to be known, that you can get a reputation, right? I think one of the places is a court system that if you go to the courts and you deal with the accuser, all all the court records are are, are public records, right? And I think demons go and go, wait a minute, wow, these guys from South Africa, they go to the courts all the time. records they've won this case, they've won two cases, they won three cases, they won four cases. They're winning everything. I'm not gonna know, I'm not gonna confront them. I know their record. Okay. Mm -hmm. If I Mm -hmm. face them, they're going to take me down. And so, yes, I know Dion. Yes, I know Jenny. This Wally guy, ah, no record. I'm going to (laughs) take him out, right? And so, there are there are ways that you can be known in in that you're known everywhere, right? Every time that you're victorious, every time you make a right decision to please God, I think that's yells throughout the whole, all the realms, right? Whether it's just I'm thinking about Jesus today, I wake up knowing that I'm uh, His favorite, and all the demons who are into depression go, ah, oh, I know, that I oh, He does know that, so those demons never confront me because there are some truths that are. They're so evident on me. They know that, right? And so, so that's so they know some things. They know, you know. Now there's there's you know there's other demons that are like he doesn't know this, and I'm waiting for the appropriate time when Wally lets down or opens the door to an area because he doesn't know this truth. Right? He's not embraced the Father of this area, and now he's on my territory. And, yeah, so that's why you get to know God, so that all those areas get cleaned up, right? Yeah. So, but it so this identity crisis needs to be fixed in the body of Christ, right? We need to not well, we're, we're not orphans, but we need to know who we are. So the last one is, but so who does Jesus say you are, right? Now, if you go if you if you took the time to go to every church in oh in a five mile radius of where you live and on a Sunday morning or a Saturday morning or a Saturday night or whatever day is the day people go there and you and you sat there with a little clipboard and you were dressed okay and you had them take a survey and you said, excuse me, before you go in um, who do you who does Jesus say you are? and they would say kind of things oh, I'm his friend, I'm his da-da-da-da but most people would probably say I'm a Christian, that's who Jesus says I am and so, oh, group of people who have not hung up on me yet, and are hanging in there. Who have not unfriended me, and and, and stop. Who are still listening to this tape? Um, who does Jesus say you are? I am His beloved. You're His beloved. That's cute. Anybody <laughs> else? <laughs> That's
4: true. He loves me very much.
0: Yes. Mm. well for the shy people does, does it matter who, what Jesus says about you
1: it does matter definitely mm.
0: do you think we should agree with what he says about us
2: yes
3: no doubt
0: okay. very
4: good
3: but we are Jesus is my brother, right? So I don't. He's walking together, right? So,
0: well, that's a whole different question, right? So there's what he says, and then what we agree to, and there's what we think about. You know, we can say something. You know, Jesus said, "I was beloved." And then I go, give me chapter and verse. You go, well, I... You no, I, I, cry off. You can't find chapter and verse. In the Bible, in the Gospels, <laughs> does Jesus say anything about who he calls his kids, or his friends and brothers and sisters? Or What does Jesus say?
3: He says, those that are following me, There, my family, my brothers and sisters, right? Remember when they said, your brothers and your mother and your brothers and sisters are outside writing. These are these that listen to me, right? Yeah. So, they, are the, they are my true brothers and my and
0: sister. So, this, so that's, that's a good verse, which I had that yesterday when I was talking to somebody. We're all brothers and sisters. I was like, no, we're not. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this person was going from the you know, God created everybody. Therefore, everyone's my brother and sister. And I'm like, nah, I don't think everyone's my brother and sister. You know, and I was just, but I, that's scripture. I like that. But all those who follow me are, are my family. That's good. I'll, I'll have to find that and, and go back to my to my uh, Facebook battle. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else does Jesus say out of His mouth about who we are? someone says sonship so co-heirs well the New Testament says that I say so anyway, it's been a quick question so on the sheet for those who downloaded it on the side in, in light writing I, I say the answer is John 10 1034 <laughs> <laughs> so, so question and answers right so and, and this blew me away because I when I was preparing this or chat, I, I pondered, you know, I said, what is Jesus, and I was just thinking about that, and I was thinking about, you know, verses like, you know, beloved, and then I thought, wait a minute, Jesus didn't say that, and I said to myself, I wonder if Jesus said anything, and then I and I thought, and all of a sudden this scripture came to mind. And I thought, oh my gosh, and I was at the gym, and I thought it can't say that, it does say that, it can't say that, it, does. and so I was like, from at the gym, I couldn't, I didn't have time to to search for, it, even though my phone has the Bible on it, but I was working out and, and trying to do and I did I actually didn't believe what the voice in my head said it said and I wasn't going to confront my disbelief or that voice at the gym I was gonna wait till I was safe in my house enter <laughs> <You know, laughs> in, my world of, of weirdism right and so I get home I probably I don't know at two o'clock in the morning from my 24-hour gym and I'm thinking like, I can't believe it says what that voice said. That can't be true. And if you get your Bible out, for all those who are still listening and look at John ten thirty-four, Jesus, Jesus says <laughs> uh, Jesus answered, It is written, I said you are gods. Mm. I every religious thing in me left the room when I read that. I thought I started looking for different translations. It can't say that. I'd be like but I, 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 I what? It, yeah. it didn't say you are changing and you're you're saved, you're redeemed. This, Jesus said, "Did I not?" I said, "I," it is I said, I'm like, what? What? I've never heard this preached. I've never heard this from any pulpit because I, I haven't been to every pulpit. But I'm liking. I, I've gone to church a lot, you know, and Bible school. and I read a lot. I have never seen. I've heard people talk about it, but not use Jesus' own words. All right,
4: that's pretty amazing.
0: I, it's very amazing for anyone who's religious, yeah, and, and, including me, right? And so, yeah, and and the Psalm eighty two six, yeah. So, um, I, I mean, I and I thought as I'm reading the scripture in my living room, going, oh my gosh. And that's what I interrogated myself. How come you never meditated that verse? Were you afraid? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I was afraid to believe the truth, right? If that is true, why can I why can I not agree with it? What if I started believing that, right? What if I started believing what Jesus said, right? I mean, I I think I do, but I, I honestly I'm wrestling with this one, right. I mean, what does that mean, right? Now, I mean, if you if you if you Facebook stalked me a year or two ago, I've I've only done it twice. I put on Facebook something like, um, I have a picture of a lion, you know, and I say something like, if the son of a lion is a lion, then the son of God is that is blank, <laughs> you know. And so I I poked at this, thing, but I had no scripture for it. I had feelings, you know, I had thoughts. I had I've heard, you know, well meaning messages around this, but not a scripture that supports it, right? Mm. And so I'm like going like, you know, and and these kind of words you gotta go so my brain my brain cannot even comprehend what I've read, right? And so I can't limit my life based upon my understanding, right? Yes. I need to limit my life or give my life to the Lord, and let Him have His way, and have Him explain stuff to me when it's good for me and 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 right, right for Him, or whatever. Um, but I look at the Scripture that's in black and white, or if you're you know if you have the words of Jesus in red, I think it's red. But this is just blows my blows my mind, right? Forget about arguing with people about you know the rapture or gifts or tongues. Jesus says this. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know like, I mean, it's like what? You know, I mean, I mean if yeah, you want to yeah. have a controversial conversation? You gotta like, what do you do with this? <laughs> you know, kind of deal, right? Shit. So, and so that is you know, as we wind down the session, I leave. The words of Jesus to you, right? That you would go to Jesus and to your Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be His name. And say, what? What? <laughs> yeah, what
2: a way how, to end it! How did, yeah. how did
0: how did how did this scripture get in the Bible? And it's in every Bible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean. I mean, how did this get in there? I mean, because there are Bibles that people have tried to, to neuter and take out the power, you know, and some translations so watered down stuff, you know. But you got this scripture here that, and the King James was one of the first ones, that they were ordered, okay, don't give the people any power. Take as much out as you can. Twist, twist, twist. Um mm-hmm. But it's amazing to me that in the book, in the Gospel of John, and John, we know is John the Beloved. You know, Jesus says, you know, the uh, it's, it's he, he he describes John in, in, in loving terms, which is amazing to me. You know, you know, the disciple that, that loves him the most. So I'm thinking, how dare you say that? Anyway, but uh, 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 but in in the book, that's so relationship focused. The book mm-hmm. of John, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus says um, I said you are God's um and so for for me personally I've got to go you know everything I've ever read says that can't be but everything if I'm if 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 I'm supposed to reign with him and be with him and be as he is well this is what he's that's that's it right um now I I know of cult groups and false doctor groups. The Mormons say you'll be gods, and I've I've attacked them rightly and wrongly, and you know, and verbally battled with them over this thingy. And now I've got a scripture that says, oh, they're right, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. everything else is wrong. But I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, so I'm like going, what? And so with everything, you know. You you need to take. Well, you need to have a relationship with the Father, and you take things which are not clear, and you ask your Father, who is wide open for interaction and engagement, and and you take things to Him. You you keep asking until you get an answer. He says, "Knock, the door will be open. You know, seek and you will find. Ask and." but the Amplified says, "Keep on knocking, keep on asking, and keep on seeking, and you'll get an answer." Right? And if there's any scripture that we can find that really needs to be explained by Him to you individually, I think this is one. Right? And um, so, for me, I guess my last teaching ever. No, uh, <laughs> uh, the but I would I would say this is. Uh, maybe a, a lifelong um, homework assignment that mm. as you feel loved and empowered, emboldened in or whatever, you bring this to the Father and say, how do I digest this? How do I live this? How do I process this? How do I think about this? How do I act on this? What does tomorrow morning look like this? If this is your goal for me, how do I partner with you on this? How do I even believe this? Yes. You know, forget healing, you know, forget trauma. How do I agree with you when you say I said you are God's? How do I say amen to that? How do I say yes to that? How you know, am I doing something that's anti that? You know? What what do I do with this? Do I scratch it on my Bible? Is it not true? Is it is true? What do, you know, is it true for everybody else? Is it true just for North Americans? Is it true for Everyone? Do I tell people this? Because the last verse in, in the handout there, Matthew 16, verse 20, Jesus says "Then he sternly and strictly charged them and warned his disciples, tell no one that he was Jesus the Christ. Right? I'm thinking, well, that's a great scripture for non-evangelism. <laughs> right? yeah. I'm like, what? Don't tell anybody I'm Jesus? You would think that now that they know, they could go tell. Just don't tell anybody. And so once you get the revelation that you are what Jesus said that you are God, are you supposed to tell people, or are you supposed to demonstrate it, or are you supposed to live it? I think many truths that are out there that we finally get. I think it's not about telling people; it's about being who we are, and they will know, right? And I think that's the best deal. So um so for those who um yeah Hallelujah Thank
2: you, Thank you. <laughs>